Hey, welcome back. I'm back. This is the Heavy Sweater Podcast, a deep dive in the beginnings of musicians and bands of the heavy variety. And this week we have Of Virtue, US band, Detroit-based band, Michigan, not Detroit, Michigan. This was after a little bit of time off, like I think I'd not done a Zoom one in a, a fucking minute. And then, yeah, as this was happening, I got a little fucking notification that uh, I had 10 minutes left on the podcast and then it would stop working and I was like shitting myself. So that's why the rush is in the end. Actually, I that's only based on memory. I think I rushed at the end. I'm not sure. I haven't listened back to this episode um, because, yeah, it was the this episode was recorded the day, uh, the day before my entire life changed with the day of um, my father passing. So, yeah, I didn't know it at the time and this was recorded literally 10 minutes before my second last conversation with him. And I'll get into all of that in the end of the episode. Um, because this portion of the episode isn't about me. This is about the bands that are on the podcast. So this is about a virtue. Kill a fucking band. I wish I had more time with them. I would have asked them about the hand thing. Um, not a very well-known thing, but if you're in, if you're Michigan-based, um, a lot of people tell you where they are from based on the the part of their palm they point to because Michigan is shaped like a palm. So, yeah. I don't, I don't know. <laughs> They're a sick band. You can check out their entire back catalogue as well as, the at the time, the latest single, Sinner, and their new uh, their new track, Hypocrite, which is on a two-track single, um, Hypocrite and Sinner. They're out together, as well as all their other music on wherever you stream music. So with all that being said, I'm back, hopefully for as long as possible. Uh, <laughs> it's Sunday, and you know what that fucking means. <laughs> Hey guys, how you doing? We're doing, doing well, good. Doing well, doing well. Yeah, how are you? Sick, yeah. I'm doing all right. It's 9.30 here at the moment. <laughs> uh, in the morning? Yeah, yeah. Dude, oh yeah, I forgot. You guys are like yeah. way ahead. Yeah, we're in the future, yeah. Yeah, yeah, you guys are in the future. Yeah, it's sick. <laughs> cool. Well, um, we'll get into like the beginnings for music for both of you. And like, cool. do you remember the first sort of heavy-ish band you remember hearing that you were like, oh, what the fuck is that? Um, well, here, really quick. Uh, this is just gonna show not not even not even like an age difference, just yeah. like I was not into heavy music until probably like late 2008 or nine. Okay. So yeah, and I went from like you know, those guys, which hey, if you love five finger death punch and you think that they're a heavy band, <laughs> yeah. Uh by all means, nothing against you. That you know, your opinion, but yeah. I was one of those guys, like, uh, as they lay dying, actually, I remember, yeah. uh, I keep telling yeah. them, which it's so funny to 2006, I think it was, it was the taste of chaos tour. Yeah. It was like, dude, this, this lineup was nuts. It was as he lay dying thrice Thursday, death tones and story that of the year. So sick. That is so sick. I went because at the time my brother was a huge story of the year fan. I went. And I listened to 
one song from as they lay dying because they had yep. singing everything else was like nope this sucks like <laughs> and now and, but that's the thing it's not looking yeah. back like i really wish i would have seen that like three years later because yeah, yeah. you know yeah. so as they lay dying was definitely i think one of my first heavy bands that i i had like ever even taken interest in whatsoever okay. and um but we came as romans uh, is is the band for me that got me into heavy music for That's sure. It's like so, that first album, the one with all the keyboards and shit on it. Yeah, like Dream with that the Dream ZP and stuff. Yeah, yeah, so, yeah. And it's it's really cool now because uh, um, I'm good good friends with Andy. So oh, yeah, because yeah. like, you guys are like, like Michigan based as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. it's um, yeah, a buddy of mine's really good friends with them. So it's just like full circle for yeah, for me. Sick. So. But yeah, this guy, this guy's definitely got some. Yeah, he's got some good, good ones. Sick! I can't wait to hear it. Like, I would say that probably a moment. So I was on like a Washington D.C. Like, it, like so we used to do like school trips. Okay, like, yeah, yeah. Like we had a, um, it was like a class convenience store, so all the other classes would come and buy candy, okay. buy like snacks and stuff from us, and you save up for like a big trip for like a big city. Yeah, yeah. We went to Washington D.C. in like sixth grade or something like that. Okay. One of my buddies gave me a Cold Chamber album. So Ooh. this will let you know what what, what era we're we're talking here. Yeah, sick. <laughs> so it was like that corn. Yeah. Seven Dust, Deftones, Slipknot, Limp Biscuit, all the new metal stuff. Yeah, yeah. Fuck yeah, new metal's so sick. Uh. Honestly, even band, like Creed, like when I yeah. first heard, like, this is the heaviest shit I've ever heard in my life. At the and, time, like for being a kid, Creed is heavy. Well, uh, hold up. See, I've amended that statement though, because I used to like, <laughs> think of, like you discover music and all that, but I've circled back and like I heard it playing the other day at one of my buddy's shows, and I was like, this is still heavy. Like yeah, yeah. the the riffs and everything else, like even Scott Stapp, the way he sings, it's like. Yeah, that's a talent, and and that was being played on the radio. Yeah, like that, like you could be like that, and then be more critically acclaimed. I was like, this is nuts. Yeah, but, yeah, that's for me sick. it was like, definitely more of the new metal stuff. Uh, then we got into like it was like pop punk, yeah. metal, cool, like, old Kill Switch, As They Lay Dying, In Flames. Yeah, fuck yeah. And so like from new metal, the transition was pop punk, then to metalcore. There was some screamo in there too. Like yeah, that's the weird yeah. thing. Was like, we had some, dude, there was so much like, uh, what do you call it? Just like crossover because it's like, yeah. There was like the super hard new metal, like yeah. the slip horn and stuff. But then you had like Disturbed, Lincoln Park, yeah, like the lighter kind of more melodic, radio friendly new metal. And then it went into like old Thrice, Story of the Year, old Avenged Sevenfold, yeah. Like, the bands that like they started getting a little like more hardcore kind of punky kind of metal yeah, yeah. with it and then like i said when this girl named christina she brought over the kill switch engage alive or just breathing and i was like oh, i've so never weird. heard a band <laughs> like this in my entire life and i yeah, love yeah. it kill switch i've <laughs> it's funny you say both kill switch and as i lay dying from age of use because i've done a couple episodes now like the last few i've done those bands keep coming up and i re- started to refer to them as like part of the big four of modern metalcore like in the 80s it was like metallica slayer megadeth and anthrax and then like a newer version of that sort of came through with like as la dying kill switch atrey you and like i'm still yet to figure out the fourth of the big four metalcore 
in the early 2000s? Lamb of God, baby. Oh, fuck. That's it. That is it. Willie and Chris Adler fucking killing it. Like, that's like people don't, I don't know if people really realize this, but like Lamb of God is like the modern equivalent of like Slayer or Pantera combined. It's like they are, and really, if you, I guess, if you really wanted to be like nitpicky, yeah, you could you could kind of put them in a different category. You could put them in a category with Slipknot, yeah, really for sure. Versus that versus Killswitch, because like it's weird to think, but like Lamb of God is bigger than all those bands. Yeah, I think. Slipknot, so yeah, it's yeah. Like, it's like, but they could be in that. You know, if we're looking at like strictly like size, commercial yeah. impact, growing up, it's like they just literally went like this. Yeah, and were heavy as fuck the entire time. Yeah, like, there was no compromise on their sound. No. Yeah, so oh, that's sick. I, I never thought about it like that. Like, Lamb of God has always been around, like, through my childhood of listening to music. Like, first hearing about Chris Adler being able to triple kick, and then you're like, oh, what the fuck is that? And then, like, you start listening to it, and you're like, oh, like, they're so heavy, but, like, they weren't seen on the level that they should have been as they were coming up until now. Now they're, like, cemented as, like, God-tier band. Oh, yeah. And it's crazy, too. Like, I mean, again, just looking at it in, like, a weird sense, it's like Killswitch opens for Lamb of God. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But not the other way around. Yeah, yeah. And, like, that mid-early 2000s Killswitch was on the radio and on TV and shit all the time. Oh, yeah. No, it's it's all good stuff. But, yeah, it's then, like I said, definitely a far cry to go from that to We Came as Romans. Yeah, yeah, I know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, new metal. We came as Romans, <laughs> two different ends of the heavy spectrum. That's but, sick. Yeah, uh, that's cool though. I mean, that's how you get the kind of taste and flavor that. Yeah, yeah, for sure. You in bands because I mean, yeah, if everybody listens to the same thing or has the same background, then yeah, it could be cool. But it's like gotta be able to throw a curveball every now. Yeah, and yeah, for sure. And like, also like, you need a gateway band. Like, not everybody's gonna have the same band to get into heavy music. Yep. Oh yeah, no, yeah, that's that's why music's great because there's so many different bands out there yeah. that can easily like just get you to. I mean, like that, like most of the time, I feel like a lot of people they listen to, um, you know, you, you either start really heavy, yep. and you don't really ever go back, <laughs> or you start, you know, kind of like where I was, and then yeah, it's yeah. just like it, it progresses. Like, I, I mean, I, I will always love my uh you know i always love like we came as romans and, and all yeah. that stuff but it is really cool to to see where i was back then and now like i sure. love it like i love um i mean freaking lorna shore dude i'm yeah. not even i'm not even a deathcore fan yeah like i, I won't i i'm not gonna say and lie, lie to anybody like i don't listen to that stuff on my free time but our our buddy jo- uh josh schroeder He's the one that's been recording them, and yeah. uh, and because we did what defines you with him, so okay, it's, yeah. so it's one of those like you know what I mean I, like I'll definitely give give this stuff a chance. Like I see what people are saying, like yeah, oh my God, like, yeah. it's so amazing. And I'm like, oh, you know, I'll check it out. And I'm just sitting there listening to this dude make pig squeals of his <laughs> voice. And I'm like, yeah. the fuck? Yeah, to the hellfire <laughs> was like a, definitely a coming out for that band of like we're nothing to be fucked with. I know, and then they're they're playing freaking Lollapalooza, which yeah. is in Chicago, yeah. which ninety five percent of their lineup is like rap or pop. Yeah, yeah, I saw that, and I was like, "What the fuck? Like, that's so I'm, wild!" And I'm so hyped for that because yeah. I like 
I would love to go just to see, be around people that aren't there for that and have no idea what spot to happen. Yeah, yeah. And <laughs> you're like the pig squeals and you see all the people like, yeah, like that's what I want. <laughs> yeah. And that's also like a way for like to bring normies into heavy music too. Like they're on there. Like they could just be someone that's like walking past and they hear that, that fucking sound. And then they're like, what the fuck is that? That's dude. That's why the cross genre, like tours that are coming to be is like, that should be the the new norm for sure. Definitely. I would would love, I would kill the tour with like someone that has no business playing to a heavy crowd, but I think that'd be cool. Yeah, well, there's, like, such a massive crossover. I don't know about, like, there, but, like, here in Australia, like, there seems to be more of a crossover now between, like, sort of SoundCloud rap and heavier music. Like, I played a show a couple of months ago that had this rapper on it called Xenochrist, and he's just, like, playing trap beats and rapping and shit, and then they were, like, hardcore bands before and afterwards. It was sick. Yeah, um, the our our friends and uh, – not necessarily friends, but just people that we know, uh, a band called Dropout Kings – they're kind of like okay. tra- they're kind of like trap metal. They're going on tour with that little Zan. Little Zan. Okay, little Zan. Sick. Fuck yeah. So like that that's cool. Like Oh yeah, no. They have I mean there's it's coming around a lot more. I mean like I guess the bigger example of that like Ghost Main, he took yeah. side boys and turnstile. Yeah. And ceremony and trap like trash talk. You're taking hardcore bands, punk bands, rappers, like this kind of stuff. Like that's stuff sick and it's like for me like I said even growing up it was like that's what I'm used to. Yeah. Like Ozfest, the Warp Tours, yeah, the club tours that you would get these, you get bands that are completely, you'd have Demu, Borgir, and Unearth yeah. together, yeah. or you'd have you know Newfound Glory and Hatebreed on the yeah. same boat, <laughs> yeah, you know. But it's it was just cool because it's like, really at the end of the day, you're getting a little bit of everything. It's like yeah. if I have to sit through ninety hardcore bands, I'm going to be annoyed. Yeah, you're, you're <laughs> yeah. Same. And you're really not going to do anybody justice. No. By, you know, but if you pick and choose a little bit better, kind of mix and match and stuff, then yeah, you might catch somebody on the right day where it's like, yeah. Hey, ordinarily, maybe they don't listen to Knock Loose, but all of a sudden, you know, their mind's open that day. They've heard a bunch of, you know, lighter rock stuff or poppy yeah. stuff. And then when they come in with the, all that shit, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. oh, it, it might hit them. It might hit them a certain way. So yeah. it's like, that's the way to really, Hello, keep that cross pollination going. Yeah, definitely. And there's no, there's not much of a a distance between a pop punk band and a hardcore band. Like, no. it's just you take that, cut the cleans, throw in some caveman riffs. Same thing. Okay. Same thing with metal, man. It's like yeah. people also don't realize when you're looking at metal. It's like people get mad about all oh, these metal bands. Like, these metal bands are singing. It's like that's what metal bands used to do. Yeah, yeah, it was like, all singing. Like Sabbath, there's no screaming, and that's like uh, the the original East, metal band. Metallica, yeah. like all these bands, like they weren't just like the entire time. It's like no, you actually had to come up with a melody. Yeah, have a that's riff behind it. Yeah, that's why they're at where they're at. And it's like, you know, yeah. Hey, open your minds yeah <laughs> yeah yeah no for sure and like i feel like it's definitely like been changed the perception of with the metalcore movement in the early 2000s of like taking the vocals of a hardcore band and throwing them on a metal band song so it's nice to see it like go full circle back to like you can just rip cleans for like most of a song and it's still sick oh yeah absolutely man absolutely. which is what you guys do it's fucking sick 
Thanks, man. Yeah, we're we're trying. We're trying. Hey, we got. Oh, see, that's the thing, though. People, they're not ready. <laughs> that's that's the trick. That's where we that's where we hook them. Because yeah, we can do that. We can sing the whole time, but then yeah. there's straight burners where I'm. I have nothing to do with any of the vocals. Yeah. I can just make it talk. <laughs> yeah, fuck yeah. All in a day. So it's like, again, it's that sometimes, and that's the cool thing about I'd say bands nowadays too, where it's like a lot of times you kind of have to become like a one-stop shop. Like if you can do it and do yeah. it well, then yeah, to have songs that are dedicated strictly to this, have yeah. some other ones, you know, it's like, okay, we're going to get this off live and that's how we're going to do it. Yeah. yeah. Cause for us, it's almost, for us, it's like a playlist too. It keeps us fresh, keeps us yeah. not having to go, damn, let me just write the same song six times in a row. Yeah. It's like, have them have the room to experiment, have some time to, you know, if he wants a song that's like, hey, I want to try this, this, and this. And I'm like, cool, let's do it. Let's see how we, see what we can get done, vice versa. So, Yeah, no, I get that. And like, it's creatively fulfilling for you guys as musicians and also for fans to listen to. Like, it's not just the same song 12 times and that that's an album, fucking print it. Because like, people are just going to get bored. So like, you got to have like that flow of music of like a high and a low and like not necessarily a low but like a a mood low like you can bring it all the way down and then pump it back up and like the first song off that last album you guys put out fucking that intro i was just like hyped as fuck when i first heard it like came out 2020 and i listened to it then and i was like fuck this fuck so hard thank you oh yeah and that's you know hey start the energy off right there's other bands too that that start you off on a kind of a lower note and then and build you up yeah 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 you know do it that way but yeah he's see he's funny because um and i and i've i've always i've always loved the way that damon writes songs because he like yeah he'll always ask me he's like what what do you what are you thinking what are you thinking uh you know what kind of song you want to write like let me know and you know so i'll let him know and then he'll just send over he goes okay like he'll call me he goes i got I got something for you. I'm like, all right, what's up? He goes, when you listen to the song, I need you to think festival. I'm like, okay. Sick. So literally, yeah, for, for no control, that intro, like, dun, 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 dun. I'm just like, dude, some, he's like, someone's getting swung on. I was like, yeah. yep. <laughs> Sick. Uh, you know, like, like, you know, in, in, in like a, just like in a, obviously a non-violent way, but yeah. Um, I mean, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I mean, all yeah. The yeah, yeah, all the yeah. violence. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. But, um, but it's it, it's just really cool. And like, there's there's a couple songs. Actually, there's there's a few songs that he just was like, I'm just gonna write. I'm just gonna write like we're about to play a festival. And I'm like, cool. Yeah, fuck yeah, that's and sick. It, and it's and and that's that's what I really love. That's what I really love about like our our chemistry has definitely grown from when we first started working together because um you know i mean i i i i never really sang until okay. they kind of were like hey like you should start trying that well back in the day i sang but not 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 to what it is now so okay. it's, it's, just nice, it's just nice to be able to do that though to have yeah uh, i mean there are some songs like you know uh center was mainly damon dominated um you know with me kind of doing the more rock parts but there are okay. songs that is mainly dominant with me yeah. um singing and then there's like a little bit of damon and in there sprinkled in there too so it's just really cool ex- experimenting with that um and not and not feel like hey i'm the front man i have to sing the whole time which yeah, yeah. 
if we did that, it would turn out fine. And there are songs that have that, but it's like, I would love to showcase both of us. And I mean, obviously he would too. And it's like, we both have grown from singing. I mean, on Salvation, you have uh, on um, (laughs) like six parts, Rusted, Rusted Over. There's a couple parts. Yeah. It's not. But yeah, but it's not, it's, he's not like very dominant singing on that. And now you have him now. And it's just, if you compare the two, you're just like, holy cow, your voice is just, yeah. And that's, that's, what's really cool is like, we, over the years, we've just grown to both just say, fuck it. We're going to try, we're just going to try it. And if it, if it works, it works. If it doesn't, it doesn't. But I mean, damned if, damned if we don't try. Yeah, and it's just adding, like, another color to paint with, essentially, like, for your overall piece of art, like, adding more clean vocals, adding, like, heavier guitars in some parts and heavier vocals or, like, the dual clean vocals. Definitely definitely. just, like, adds more to it. Definitely. Fuck yeah, cool. Well, from there, back to the initial question, (laughs) the first band, from there, like, what transitions you both into wanting to play in bands? Because, like, from my knowledge on like the Michigan area, it seems to be more heavily rap based with like ICP and like those sort of horrorcore rap bands type thing. Uh, not as much anymore. Okay. Like it's still a thing. Yeah. Like I would say that Michigan's kind of, it's an interesting place. Like Detroit, it's all, you know, has a lot of rappers, a lot of like more like rock, rock, like you have Jack White, Okay. You have, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Greta Van Fleet, like you have that kind of stuff. Okay. More like traditional rock realm. Uh, for us, it's kind of been like there's also like a lot of beat down hardcore bands. There's Sick. a lot of it's like everybody's angry. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Oh, and King Eight One Zero, they're from Flint. Yep. Yeah. Uh, those are the homies right there. Well, Black yeah. Black Dahlia Murder too. So oh, yeah. I mean, R.I.P. Yes. Yeah. R.I.P for sure but they you know, got them uh i mean there's a ton of bands but like as far as like wanting to start a band or like yeah. playing in bands it's like you know part of it is the way of self-expression it's like hey we see kind of like the rich culture that we have around us and you want to participate in it not okay. you know too dissimilar to all the australian bands but yeah. you're looking around and you're seeing prom queen and confession and north lane and parkway Park- yeah <laughs> And then make them suffer and all it's like it's just like damn that, i want to get in that i want to do that but i got to figure out my way of doing it and yeah. you know over time it starts off you're just kind of playing to play and then you realize like oh i actually wrote something that people like yeah seriously <laughs> and you no know, hey you're traveling around the state then you're traveling around your region and then finally like i said you're booking tours you're doing u.s tours world tours and you're kind of just like it's like a whirlwind man yeah sick. it really is cool um i mean for me just listening to bands that i mean obviously i already told you about the week came as romans thing but yeah. uh I mean, like if anything story of the year was was that was that band that just kind of got me into that and then there's going to some local shows around the area too for the fallen dreams i mean oh, yeah. I, I saw yeah. i saw them um I did see King A One O at the Black and Moon when that place was around and and stuff. So yeah, it's just it's just really cool. Like I, I think a lot of people forget how talented Michigan really is with the bands, just because it's like it just 
you know, it just seems like not a lot of bands really made it out of Michigan, but okay. in the grand scheme of things, like they did just. We're just not a coast. You're not yeah. like, we're not yeah. considered a major, you're not New York, you're not Los Angeles, you're not Miami, you're not Chicago. Yeah. So it's like, we kind of catch everything. Like we have East Coast, West Coast, Canadian stuff. Like we have exactly. like, we catch all of it and just blend it into our own thing. Because you can like, the one, I guess, uh, it's a compliment to just Michigan in general. But like when we've had chances to, you know, go to different countries or travel across, like people can look at, you can sound different, but they're like, you guys are from Michigan, aren't you? And it's like, okay, that's actually really cool that even though we don't sound similar to other bands, yeah, from, there's still an identifier of like, there's a level of depth and yeah. uh, whether it's nuance or talent or whatever it is, it's like, we know what we have to do to get out of this state because it's and it's you're fighting like hell because there's a yeah. there's a ton of great bands there's a ton okay. of great bands that don't make it out yeah and that do See. but it's just matter of like you know iron sharpens iron and it's like when you get that going you get that creative process going it's like you just want to be a part of it and just keep representing man for sure and it seems like um ooh. I got a weird notification. Um, it seems like Michigan as a whole, like for the state, seems like a tough state anyway. So it feels to me like there's more of a um, like drive from bands and artists that come from there. I definitely would say so. Like I said, it's, I don't know. The energy is weird because again, it's like we're not a major city or like a coast or anything else like that. Uh, we're, surrounded on three sides by water so when it comes to like touring too it's a little bit more of a drive for people to route to us okay so sometimes we do get like unless we have like there's like the diehard detroit rock city like the rock bands and the bigger ones they know but okay. sometimes smaller scale of touring we might get skipped we might have to drive to cleveland we might have to go somewhere yeah. else and some and the weirdest thing about kind of geographically how we are is like we're 45 minutes away from Flint. We're an hour and 20 away from Detroit. Uh, you know, we are 50 minutes to an hour away from Grand Rapids, but okay. none of, nobody drives. Usually. Really? Yeah. Oh, 100. You could book three shows in Michigan and have three completely separate draws. That's insane. Yeah. Like, that's just kind of how people are. So it's you know, like in order to break through that when you're a band where, you know, we're playing a show on June 5th in Grand Rapids with the plot and you, yeah. but we don't have any venues in Lansing right now. All of our venues were closed down because of the pandemic, Yeah, but we still have diehards and people that are like, Oh, where are you guys playing? Yeah, we're going. Yeah. yeah. But, and that just like, is more of a Testament to use as a band of like the following you've accumulated over the time you've been a band. Oh yeah, absolutely. So it's like, there's that, you know, it's kind of like impressing your own people. Cause like, if you can impress them, the rest of the world is, is, is easy money. Yeah, yeah, sick. Fuck yeah. That's the standard standards real, real high. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's excellent. That's so fascinating to like hear about that. Cause like I've done some with like some of these with American bands before, but it's never like gotten into like that depth of like the local scene there. Oh, absolutely. And dude, it's like I said, it can be one of the most damning processes where you're like, man, people really don't give a shit. But then once it clicks, yeah, then people are riding with you until the wheels fall off. Yeah, fuck yeah. Which is like what gets bands to that next level and keeps them progressing to the point where like 
more and more people start finding out about fucking sick bands. Absolutely. Oh yeah. Fuck yeah. And you guys have a new single out at the moment, Sinner, and it's fucking so sick. So do you want to get into like the writing process of all that? That one is interest. Like <laughs> it was a lot of time spent home in the pandemic. Unfortunately, yeah, it was us not being in a room together for I don't remember how many months where we yeah. didn't see each other. And at the end of the day, we were just like, "Well, let's just go to our buddy." We drove we drove down to Cleveland to record that song. Okay, sick. Brought, normally like I write songs by myself and show the other dudes or people have ideas in this case it was just like you know what we're just gonna go there I'm not gonna bring shit just on the fly just show well because that's what we used to do back in the day yeah 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 yeah. just pick up a guitar or a mic or whatever it is and just jam it out and it's like we got there just kind of talked for a little while you know really kind of caught up for a second kind of yeah. caught the vibe you know, started loading up some plugins, and then from there it just started getting real weird because it's like, Sick. oh, this is a cool sound, cool. Don't know how that's gonna work. After the first few hours, we we're probably like, um, I have no clue what's happening in this song right now. Yeah, Sick. it kind of got fleshed out. It was in a little inside out. Like the verses came first. Okay, you could imagine where it's like, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I have no clue what's happening. Yeah, that was a wild one. But that's so sick. But it's a cool puzzle piece because once we kind of contrasted it with like the bigger, like the rock style choruses, the bridge, and like we're just going to be like, hey, this is how we're going to kind of look at this. Then everything else came together. Yeah. Really. And it's, it was one of those things where it's like you could just feel it in the room, like the magic where you're like, damn. Yeah. Fuck yeah. That's sick. And I feel like that's something you guys will hold on to. Like, throughout the rest of your lives or like that special moment of like not seeing each other for so long and then you do and then you put out a piece of art like that and it's fucking crazy yeah thank you thank you it's all good that's uh yeah just a quick piggyback off him i just i remember i was i took a nap which i mean i'm the vocalist of course of course i took a nap yeah (laughs) Um, but yeah i took a nap and i woke up and that's like what he was just saying. That's why I woke up to, and I was like, what is going on? Yeah. And, um, our guitarist, Mike, he, uh, yeah, I just kind of like looked at him and he did one of those, like, yeah, <laughs> I, he has no idea. And I'm just like, you know, laughing about it. And, and it's just funny. Cause I was just like, what's going on? And Damon even looked at me like, I like the, I have no idea face. Yeah. And, um, yeah. And our buddy Evan was just like, yeah, he's like, just trust me. We're just like, I mean, we are like, yeah, <laughs> we're already, we're already doing this. So we're, we're sending it and it's just really cool seeing the, the finished product. And um, I mean, I feel like we all knew this song was special yeah. and just to see the reactions from it is just really cool. Like we went way out of our comfort zone and to have it turn out the way that it did and then just have the reactions be the way that it is. Like, I mean, we've been a band, a virtue has been a band for a long time now, but yeah our core that like me, Damon and Mike, and then with now just adding Ryan in, it's just really cool to finally feel like a a band because the music that we're writing is just, it just feels like we're, we finally found that like the formula we found, we found the recipe and it's just, it's like each time you just sprinkle in something different and like, that's really cool to, to have it be, have it be what it is. So, but thank you for the kind words. And I love seeing like cool bands just doing cool shit. It's fucking sick. 
Oh, yeah. No, and like kind of the last little point on that one, it's like kind of how we're talking about like being in the room together and really like kind of diving deep into everything. It's like the lyrics with this one and like, again, we had a lot of stuff to kind of get off our chest, but then you yeah, sure. realize like, like everybody else, we're sitting there and you have a lot of time to kind of reflect on where you're at in your life, what choices and what things got you to this point. Yeah. And lyrically, this I would say this one is probably a special one for me specifically because okay. it really, you have songs about addiction, but this one is like literally me kind of like talking about my past in okay. the music. Because like I used to be an alcoholic, a drunk, like doing stupid shit, terrible stuff, yeah. got in trouble alienated a whole bunch of people but thankfully it's one of those where it's like because the song is a conversation between two people and the two okay. people just happens to be like a voice in your head and you know that kind of deal it's yeah. like you know i can look at this and be like i've been sober for since 2007 okay congratulations have this conversation thank you but but like i said if i had stayed doing those same things yeah how the song kind of says where it's like you know you treat drugs and alcohol like a god or like something that's going to come and save you when in reality you have to save yourself yeah and you have to recognize when things are not good for you and you know you can make at the end of the day it's it's a choice that you have to make yourself yeah and the character in that song that's you know me doing that and being like hey guys you know how do you guys feel about this now like get it off let's go yeah yeah and it, and, and it's cool too because i uh, i mean that was something um like we talked about uh briefly it's just like i talked about my experience of during the pandemic like i drink dude i drink every day of when we had lockdown and and it's just brutal like i woke up yeah. not feeling good i gained a lot of weight you know so i talked about my experience with with him personally too and then yeah. Well, Mike did, and we even talked with Evan. Um, Evan was going through some stuff too, and uh, it's just really cool to finally like see where this song came to be because of all of our experiences. And um, you know, I just it's just it's awesome, like to be able to put a song that a lot of other people can relate to, and instead of making it just a personal experience, it's like it's kind of all of our experiences within the song, and that's kind of like all of us talking to to our each other being like hey like this is not like if we keep going down this path it's not gonna be good for any of us yeah no that's powerful i think we have less than a minute left um but yeah that's a that's a powerful message like that's so sick if this cuts out thanks for doing the podcast yes (laughs) yeah sorry i mean it's just when 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 you start talking to people that are really cool it's very easy to just keep you know keep talking so uh, yeah yeah oh, no. <laughs> so good thanks for thinking i'm cool <laughs> no no you're, you're you're awesome very easy to talk to so excellent we'll definitely have to talk not on the podcast what was that we'll definitely have to talk not on oh, the podcast. for sure but, fuck yeah hit me up whenever i'll hit you yeah, up done for another week um huge thank you to our virtue fucking sick band absolutely killer band like i said in the beginning you can listen to all their back catalog as well as their new singles Sinner and Hypocrite, wherever you listen to music, you can check them out on Instagram at Of Virtue. I assume their Twitter's the same and Of Virtue on Facebook. Uh, they're fucking so sick. Support the fuck out of this band. They're a great fucking band doing great things. And if you like what I'm doing over here with the podcast, at Heavy Sweater on Instagram and Facebook, 
tell your friends is the easiest way this thing grows is if you are telling people about the podcast and the fucking cool bands I'm talking to and the 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 vibe that I'm giving out on here. Um, recording these, I haven't fucking yeah, I haven't put one out in a long time, and it's there's a reason, and I'm gonna like obviously if you're listening to this, you probably know why. Um, but I'll get into that. Thank you for supporting the podcast and yeah, hit listen to it wherever you get your podcasts. And I did an episode of the door spot podcast with Peter. It's fucking so funny. It is so fucking funny. Cause I, he and I just talk shit for like an hour and a half. Like I probably spent 20 minutes talking about my band. It's an hour and a half long and we just talk shit the entire time. There's like, yeah, we touch on so many, so many topics and points of discussion it's fucking wild but listen to that it's fucking real sick and go follow the door spot yeah fuck yeah shit's sick uh and then fucking august august is a fucking wild time for me my band shokan if you didn't know i'm in a band also (laughs) of course you know (laughs) because i always talk about it we're going on tour in august uh we are supporting nicholas cage fighter on the bones that grew from pain to a with their new album, The Bones That Grew From Pain. It's Nicholas Cage Fighter's tour. It's going to be fucking sick. And alongside Nicholas Cage Fighter is Teeth from Sydney, Relapse from Adelaide, and us, Shokan from Brisbane. So, yes, yeah, four bands from four different states playing a buttload of shows. We're hitting the road hard and heavy. It's going to be fucking sick on Friday the 5th of August. <laughs> On Friday the 5th of August, we're playing Factory Floor in Sydney. On Saturday the 6th of August, we're playing the Newcastle Hotel in Newcastle. This one I'm the most excited for. On Thursday the 11th of August, we are playing Stay Gold, Melbourne. I'm so fucking excited for that. Friday the 12th of April, August, not April. Friday the 12th of August, we're playing Volta in Ballarat. And Saturday the 13th of August, we are playing Crown and Anchor in Adelaide. I'm going home. No, um, I was born in Adelaide. I was born in Adelaide, though. So uh, we're going to play Radelaide. It's going to be fucking sick. And yeah, now to home to get into some real shit. Um, this episode recorded that you just listened to. At the time, I was completely unaware. Um, <clears throat> I had my second last phone call with my father. And... In that phone call, he was so stoked that I was talking to of virtue. He doesn't know who they are, like, because he's he was seventy six, so he doesn't listen to heavy music. I've spoken about it on the podcast before, but he was so stoked that I was talking to bands from America, that I was talking to bands from Europe, that I was talking to bands from New Zealand lined up, um, which will be released very soon. And yeah, it's wild. Uh, the last month has been wild. Uh, I lost the only constant within my entire life. Um, I've had to deal with all of this. Um, and when I say that, I mean uh, my family dynamic has always been very uh, non-existent. So for the longest time, it was my dad, my sister and I, and then... Probably about nine, ten years ago, uh, it was just my dad and I. And, you know, like, I've come into contact with my sister since then. It's been fucking great. It's been really cool um, just to, like, talk and catch up and kind of get to know this person again. But that 
doesn't stop the hurt of the loss of my father. So, yeah. Um, thank you to everybody who has supported the podcast and me through this and sent me messages and condolences. Um, I Yeah, I really genuinely appreciate it. And, uh, yeah, I'm just trying my best to take it day by day and um, not let this deter me from everything I had planned. Um, a month before he passed, I had let him know that my partner and I were getting married in August. I let him know about the tour that was happening in August. Um, and he was stoked. He was so stoked that, like, after all this time <clears throat> uh, and being ripped off $3,000 at one point, and I'll get into that story another time, uh, yeah, he was stoked that it was all starting to pan out for me in uh, in music because, like I've said countless times in my personal life and probably on the podcast and even in Doorspot, this is the only thing I've ever wanted to do with myself. Um, so, yeah, it was, it was really nice to hear that he was stoked that it was all working out for me, finally. Um yeah, and I'll get into the story of all of that another time. I'm sure when I speak to a friend next on the podcast, like, it'll get brought up. I'm not really sure. Um, if not, then I'll just talk about it. I'll just do an episode talking about it. But, yeah, thank you so much for listening to this podcast, especially this far through the podcast. Um, it means a lot because, like, you don't have to listen past the bands, and if you are listening, that's great. Um, and if you or anyone... It, or if and if you have uh, dealt with loss, um, feel free to message me and we'll talk about it. And yeah, because it's fucking rough, man. It's rough. So yeah, if talking about it helps you, helps me, that's fucking sick. Um, and yeah, a, a huge, the biggest thank yous of fucking my entire life to my partner. Uh, Eden, she has been a fucking rock through this. Uh, I've been a fucking mess. So the fact that she's been like, come on, let's do this. We've got to do this. We've got to do that. And just like keeping me going so I can just like mentally process everything. Um, <clears throat> it means a lot. And yeah, thank you for listening. Come back next week for a new episode. Thanks.